0: Welcome to the Wellbeing at Work podcast, where we help you optimize all aspects of well-being in the workplace. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellbeing at Work podcast. Today, it's me, your host, Dr. Cody Crockett, joined with my co-host, LV Thompson Jr. And today we're talking about corporate well-being. What is corporate well-being? Well, you're going to learn about it in this episode. I'm going to throw it to Elvie. Elvi, what would you define corporate well-being as?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's a great question. And I think it's, one, it's a very broad term. And overall, corporate well-being is used to describe the activities, the programs, or the organizational policies that's essentially designed to support healthy behavior in the workplace. So that's a fancy way of saying, like, hey, what is a company doing to ensure that their employees have a high level level? of physical, mental, and emotional well-being day in and day out. One of the biggest problems that I see overall in the corporate wellness industry is that it's very limited in its nature. What I mean by that is majority of programs that are out there are really focused on only the physical side of well-being. And when we say the physical side, it's like that wellness component. You know, how are people moving? Are they getting enough steps in? Is the corporate culture offering yoga or boot camps? Do they have a gym on on their campus? Something like that. Whereas the way we look at corporate well-being, it's much more all-encompassing. Yes, it's the physical aspects, but it's also the emotional aspects. How are people managing their stress? How are people communicating with others on their team? How are people providing feedback and getting feedback? Are people working towards their strengths? Are they doing work that they care about, that they're passionate about? Basically, for us, it's taking a real 360 approach to the individual and understanding when we look at all individuals within the workplace and we make sure that they're operating at the highest level, it's going to allow the company to operate at the highest level as well. So, Cody, for you, when you think about the distinction between, say, wellness and well-being, what would you say are the biggest differences
0: between the two? Yeah, I think it's an interesting question, LV, the distinction between wellness and well-being. And I like to look at well-being as bringing it back to the being, bringing it back to, if we're talking about an individual, we're talking about the being itself. And when we can bring wellness into that being, that's ultimately what well-being is. And that well-being is including multiple aspects of that being. That's including the mental well-being, the physical well-being, the emotional well-being. When we can optimize and bring wellness into each one of those aspects of the being, then we can truly optimize the well-being of that being whether that's an individual, whether that's a business, we can look at those entities as beings. If we want to bring it into a business setting, then we can look at the business as the being and we want to optimize each one of the aspects of that being being the business so that we can optimize not only the well-being of the individuals, but also the well-being of the business as a whole. So I think it's really interesting to look at well-being in, say, the corporate setting. As including the well-being of the employees, and how lifting up the well-being of each of the individuals is going to ultimately lift up the well-being of the business as a whole. So I'm Absolutely. curious for you, LV, when it comes to well-being, what is it that you see with businesses, and where they sort of, you know, where we have the corporate well-being programs that are out there, what is it that they tend to miss in helping to lift up the well-being of each of the individual employees? Because like you said, there's so many different programs out there, but what is the key ingredient that gets forgotten about when it comes to well-being of the individual employees and the impacts that has on a business itself?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And the first thing that comes up for me is that corporations, companies, businesses, deep down, I know that they understand that their employees are people. They're working with people. And on the other side of that, they're selling to people. So they're in the people business. But what the problem is, is that there's not enough focus on developing the individual person outside of professional development. So companies, oftentimes, they'll invest money, time, resources to ensure that their employees are developing skills that are going to make them, quote unquote, better at the job. This might be leadership training. This might be training around focusing on new skills that are are required in that person's specific job. But what's missing is investing in these individuals to make sure that they have the mental, emotional, and physical capabilities to produce at a high level. At the end of the day, when a person is happy, when they're content, when they feel good, a lot of these qualitative aspects, that's when they perform their best. We see a lot in the workplace right now. Companies are struggling with keeping their good employees. Oftentimes, these employees that don't feel cared for, they don't feel like their well-being, their their entire person is being cared for, those are the ones that leave and seek out those types of jobs, especially when we're talking about millennials and Gen Z. So right now, what I believe that companies can do to put themselves in a better position is give your employees the resources they need to be better physically, mentally, emotionally. Give them tools that are going to help them understand their stressors better and give them the tools to now manage that stress give your employees the tools to understand how they can better rest and recover from a long day of work so that they can come back the next day and be able to do it at a high level again. The problem is a lot of employees are being treated like machines, right? The employer is trying to get the most out of them in the limited time that they have them and then just forget about them while they're gone and then expect them to pick up right where they left off when they get back there the next day. And what we're seeing is that when a company is actually invested in how a person is either exercising, focusing on their sleep, their nutrition? Those are all things we see in the corporate wellness space, and they're great and they have a huge impact on the individual and the company. However, it's limited. What we need to add, and this is where the well being aspect comes in again, are these tools that are going to help them emotionally and mentally thrive at work and at home. So to really wrap that up, the whole idea is that what's missing is this 360 approach that focuses more on just the physical, because again, some companies don't even help their employees on the physical side, right? So for the ones that are doing that, it's great. However, there's another step, and let's give these people the tools that they need to be able to think well, to be able to have a high level of satisfaction in the work that they're doing, a level of managing their stress because now they're not stressed about where they stand in the company because they're getting consistent feedback, right? They know how to communicate, they know how to have tough conversations. These are all things that contribute to well being. And that's what we're bringing to the table and making ourselves different from some of the corporate wellness programs that are out there. So take an all encompassing approach, focus on the physical, mental, emotional, the spiritual, all of it. And if you do that, within a corporate well being program, then your employees are going to thrive.
0: You know, LV, you nailed it. And I love what you said about just keeping it really simple, putting it out there very clearly, and giving the employees the tools that they need to be well, to take it one step further and build off of that. The reason that many times any corporate well being or wellness program may fail is because there's no leadership. And so, something that we've seen is that in order to implement these well being strategies, it needs to come from a top down approach. If employees see that the upper management, that the leaders that they look up to, are integrating these well being strategies that are using healthier nutrition practices, that are using stress management techniques, they see that they're taking deep breaths and integrating a lot of the well being strategies. When the leaders can Take responsibility and lead by example. That then is going to show the rest of the employees, the rest of the team, that this is how we do things here. This is our company culture. This is how we engage with one another. And that's when we're talking about a three hundred and sixty approach of corporate well-being. That's what we're talking about: is having all of these aspects from communication to stress management to the nutrition and giving the employees the tools to be well within those areas, but also to have the leadership, to have the management practicing these as well and being the example of what being well looks like. So I I know that there's a lot there and this is what we do, right? We see that there is this need for bringing well-being into the business, into each and every person's life that we see, and how these strategies can make a a huge impact. With that said, that's a definition of corporate well-being and why this is important and really important to understand the needs of the employees, and that's why here at Opti Wellbeing Solutions, we do an assessment. We look to identify what the needs are of the employees of the business so that we can provide the optimal solutions for the business, for the employees. Because each business is different, each business has different needs and the employees within the business have different needs as well. So when we can identify what the needs are of the employees, when we can identify where the gaps are in well-being within the business, then we can give you custom tailored solutions to help fill in those areas and then ultimately raise up the well-being of the business as a whole. Is there anything that you wanted to add to that, LV?
1: No, I think it's just, we're, we're living in a time now where we see that Employees are looking for well being in their workplace. And if you don't have it for them, they're going to leave and find somewhere else that is going to provide it. So, if you want to be on the cutting edge of bringing in the best talent possible, keeping that talent and ensuring that they're engaged all the way throughout, focus on their well being, make it a priority. And if you make that a priority and their well being is high, understand that the health of your company is going to be that much higher
0: one thousand percent
1: yes yes and that's it that's what we got for y'all today like really take the time to one take inventory of where are you at right now in your business as it pertains to the well-being of your employees and ask them take some polls take some surveys see where they stand listen to them see if this is something that's important and if it is do your best to provide those resources and if you already have resources in place Make sure that your employees know how to access them. That's a huge problem that we see. Companies have some great things lined up for their employees, yet the employees have no idea that it exists. So remember, awareness is key. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. So take this knowledge, apply it to your workplace, and watch yourself root what you
0: And as a leader, lead by example, if you have these strategies, make sure you're practicing these strategies, because if you're preaching to your employees to do these things, check in with yourself to make sure you're practicing what you preach. Because when you lead by example, the employees, the people that you lead are also going to follow your lead. So it begins with you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you all tapping in and we'll see you on the next time at Wellbeing at Work.
0: If you found this podcast valuable, we invite you to check out our free checklist, the five action items to optimize your workplace today. You can grab yours over at www.optiwellbeing.com. That's O-P-T-I, wellbeing.com. Get yours now and we'll see you there.